0: Welcome to The Path to a Better Future on TalkZone.com. Now, here's your host, Jacqueline James Friedman.
1: Hello and welcome to Path to a Better Future. I am Jacqueline James Friedman and today's topic on Talk Zone Radio is on anxiety. If you would like to join our conversation, the phone lines are open. Please call 888-463-6748 or 888-GO-FOR-IT. We are taking your calls on Talk Zone right now. My guest, Thea, presents with anxiety that is debilitating. She has been unemployed due to her inability to carry out her duties effectively and is now in the process of applying for disability at age 34. She will be telling us her heartfelt story of how she is transitioning from thoughts of no hope to seeking solutions to the path to a better future. Do we have Thea online? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you? Hi, Thea. How are you?
2: Um, I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm doing okay oh. today.
1: Okay, very good. Well, thank you very much for giving up your time to share your story with me and others who hopefully will be listening into this show today. Um, Thea, you've actually been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. Is that correct? Yes, I have. Okay. Now, in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, which is the psychologist's Bible, uh, generalized anxiety disorder is an anxiety disorder that is characterized by excessive, uncontrollable, and often irrational worry. For a diagnosis yeah. of this disorder, symptoms must last at least six months. I'm just going to go into a few um uh, what, what constitutes this diagnosis there, and then I'm going to talk about you personally, okay? okay uh, this, mm-hmm, this excessive worry often interferes with daily functioning as individuals suffering generalized anxiety disorder typically anticipate disaster and are overly concerned about everyday matters such as health issues, money, death family problems friendship problems interpersonal relationship problems or work difficulties yes indeed individuals often mhm great individuals often exhibit a variety of physical symptoms including fatigue fidgeting headaches nausea numbness in hands and feet muscle tension muscle aches difficulty swallowing bouts of difficulty breathing difficulty concentrating Trembling, twitching, irritability, agitation, sweating, restlessness, insomnia, hot flashes and rashes, and inability to fully control the anxiety. These symptoms must be consistent and ongoing, persisting at least six months for a formal diagnosis of generalized anxiety disorder to be introduced. In any given year, approximately six point eight million American adults experience this disorder. However, once GAD, which is generalized disorder, anxiety disorder, develops, it may become chronic, but it can be managed or eliminated with proper treatment. So yes. Thea, with everything that I just mentioned there, would you say that you have experienced some of those symptoms?
2: Um yes, yes indeed, I've experienced a lot of those symptoms, mm-hmm. um, including you know the the, the problem sleeping, the um, nightmares, shortness of breath, heart palpitations, um, mm-hmm. the nervousness, um, it's hard to stay calm, the concentration, mm-hmm. uh, the numbness and tingling of feet, the nausea, um, muscle spasms, muscle tension, the scariness. The, the, the being scared and 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 like like you're gonna die, you know, and oh. it just comes up on you whenever it wants to, mm-hmm.
0: you know, and
2: you gotta learn to breathe, take a mm-hmm. deep breath. My therapist always says, take a deep breath, like about five or six, if you have to, and mm-hmm. just breathe in and blow it out.
1: How long have you been experiencing these symptoms, Thea?
2: Approximately 10 years.
1: 10 years. Okay, so you are 34 now, so 24.
2: 34.
1: You're 34 now? Yes. Okay, so you were 24 yes. when you first... Yeah,
2: I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, uh-huh. Yes, I was about, uh, yeah, about 24
0: Okay. Before,
2: when I really, I mean, it really, really started when I was about 22, but then, um, it, it got worse, and then when I got about 28, mm. 20, about, yeah, like 28, it got really bad. Really, really bad. Like it was, okay. it's, it's chronic. Um, I was taking nortriptyline and Paxil. They had me on for depression and anxiety. And those two medications aren't supposed to be taken together. And I was on that for about six years, which really endures um, the anxiety.
1: Oh, okay. So when did they discover that those two medications were not compatible for you? Oh, so very recent. Okay. Four
0: months ago, yes, three.
1: What happened as a result of taking, you were out of whack? What What does that mean? Tell me, explain that to me.
0: I
2: was in, in and out the hospital, not the mental health, but the, you know, normal. I was going to the emergency room because I was having the heart palpitations, um, hot flashes, chills. My face would be... My face would be cold and um, just a a lot of symptoms, I was choking, gagging, um, scared, nervous, um, the spasms were just like all over my body.
1: No, oh, that's certainly a very scary way to live your life, and I'm very sorry that you, you have this experience. Um, I would like to go more into what you're doing to take care and manage the symptoms, but I'd like to take that more towards the end of the show. Um, there are some questions that I do have for you, Theo, and that is, were, were there any events such as work or stress or the death of a loved one that triggered your anxiety initially?
2: Um, my mother passed away at, uh, 37. This was in 1994. I was 14 and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, she was my everything. Uh, I, she was my mom and my dad and I had Mm -hmm. two brothers and, um, she died of a slip disc and, uh, hit a major nerve in her back and, uh. She went into immediate surgery. They fixed it, and um, they said 100% she was going to live, made a joke out of it and said 200% she was going to live. She wasn't even in there for a whole two weeks, and she went into cardiac arrest. She had a blood clot in her lungs, and she suffocated. That really, really, really disturbed me. Um, and then... When I turned 16, I had my first boyfriend, whom is my husband now. Okay. Um I have two children. Uh, we have two children. And uh, he ended up going through some things, and he is now incarcerated. Um, okay. And
0: it's really hard. It's really hard because... Mm-hmm. I have like emotional problems mm-hmm. where it's like I can't control my crying, right. it's really hard and like work, you know, it's hard because I just break out and start crying and who wants to cry in front of other people, you know, it's kind of embarrassing.
1: Yes. yes.
0: My heart starts beating fast, and then as I'm crying, my muscle spasms start to tighten. Mm-hmm. My face, the muscles in my face tighten. My eyes start to squint. My head starts to hurt. Mm-hmm. And if I start to break down, my body starts to break down. and starts hurting real bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just going through a lot. My grandfather is now in the hospital.
1: Okay.
0: And I'm,
2: I'm, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. No, you know, Thea, thank you. Thank you because there are so many people out there that feel and have those symptoms of anxiety and, and are in, you have a chronic state of anxiety. And, uh, before we move on, what I want you to do is that I want to, I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to take a deep breath and hold it in and hold in for a few seconds and then blow out. And I want you to do that three or four times. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Can you do that one more time for me? If anyone is listening into this show right now, the breathing technique is actually, in fact, one of um, the ways to control your breathing, to take control back. Because what happens is that you lose control right there. Yes,
2: yes,
1: and you be- and you, yeah, and you become very panicked. Um, before I get into that, was your condition hereditary by any chance?
2: Um. Yes, I believe so. Yes, I believe so. There's, um, quite a few people in my family that um, suffer from different types of mental illnesses. Um, I have a brother, he suffers from schizophrenia. Um, after my mother passed away, then that's when he was diagnosed, um, or that's when he started actually uh, acting out, acting different.
0: Mm-hmm. and.
2: Uh, Took him a while to get to the hospital and to the doctor to actually see what was wrong with him. When he finally did, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. I have a aunt who deals; um, she's manic depressant bipolar. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother suffered, I believe, from anxiety. Uh, that's mm-hmm. so. I there have is an a- uncle; um, he mm-hmm. suffers from certain mental illnesses that he's not getting help with. Uh, So, yeah, I do do truly believe that uh, it is hereditary.
1: Hereditary component, okay. You know, we need to take a short break, um, Thea, and I want you to stay on the line because I'd like us to describe, um, like you to describe, in fact, the experience of the panic attacks um, that you also get. And uh, in that break time, can you manage your breathing and practice those techniques and uh, we'll yeah yeah okay so we're going to take a short break right now Thea stay with me okay I'm Jacqueline James Friedman and this is the path to a better future on talkzone.com we'll be back with more right after this
0: Welcome back to The Path to a Better Future on TalkZone.com. Once again, here's Jacqueline James Friedman.
1: Welcome back to The Path to a Better Future with Jacqueline James Friedman on TalkZone.com. My guest is Thea from California, and we are discussing anxiety. Just before the break, Thea, I was asking you if you have ever experienced panic attacks also, and you said yes. Could you describe what those symptoms feel like?
2: Well, um, most most of the time, it's when... Um, Something has uh, bothered me or like when my grandfather, for instance, he needed to go to the hospital Thursday.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I kept asking him to go to the hospital before that, but he just didn't want to go, didn't want to go. When I finally got him in Thursday evening, they told me that I was he was really lucky and that they were glad that I got him in when he did.
0: Oh, when they dear. told me
2: that. My brain just like triggered. I started thinking all these thoughts like, oh no, you know, um, if my grandfather's going to die, my heart Mm -hmm. started beating. I started getting shortness of breath. I started sweating. My hands, my hands started sweating and tingling. Um, panic. And I, I, I think that anxiety is um, a natural reaction to stress like mm. you know what and I've been like really stressed out mm. so um with the panic I even if I'm just watching TV I could mm. be watching TV and then all of a sudden I start feeling dizzy and you know getting like I said the shortness of breath and then when my heart starts um, like I start thinking like oh gosh Something, something's wrong with me. And then I start looking like at my, my girls. My girls are like, mom, just calm down, take a deep breath. And then I start like, my hands start shaking and I'm like, okay, there's something wrong. I need to go to the hospital. Um, it, it, it it's, it's really hard. And I, even like my, in my chest starts like squeezing, like getting real tight. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I I you know I'm choking I start gagging then I start dry heaving um it it it's, it's not it's, it's not fun it's not oh, fun
1: at it all It just it sounds terrible Thea. um you know the anxiety the panic attacks and not only that you just mentioned that your your
2: two children you said
1: tension. the t- um, okay
2: oh gosh Like my muscles are always tight. Um, I use Bengay a lot, and I try to massage out uh, Mm -hmm. the the tension. And then it feels like it goes out a little bit, and then it just comes back slowly. Like like your like if you take your hand and open it and start closing it, closed really slowly. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: it, It comes back just like that. And then you have to. Then it gets too tight. Um, and then you have to try to massage it. Like all the time I try to massage it out my back and my chest. Um, that's mostly where I put the Bengay and to try to help it. But, uh, it never, Mm. ever goes away. That's the thing. It's like it never gives your body a break.
1: Even though you've been on medication for it?
2: Even though I've been on medication for it. Wow. Um, but when I, like, say if I've missed my medication for mm. maybe one or two days, mm. and then, oh, gosh, it gets really bad.
1: Okay. It gets
2: really, really bad. And then it gets so bad to where I get scared enough, where well, I have to go into the emergency room.
1: Okay. So the, the medication is, is helping you yes, somewhat, is. right? Okay.
0: Is, definitely.
1: You, you mentioned that your your children will tell you to calm down. Uh, how old are your children?
2: They are 12 and 15.
1: 12 and 15, mm-hmm. and you have two girls. Okay. Um, what is the impact of this disorder that you have on your unit? I presume it's just you and the girls because you mentioned that your husband is incarcerated. Is that right? Yes, ma'am.
2: It's okay. just me and
1: the
2: girls. Um, I do have two brothers, but they don't live in California. We um, okay. really don't talk. Um, like we kind of split up a couple of years after my mother passed away. I'm the youngest. Um, okay. I have my grandfather and my uncle. That's who took care of me after my mother passed away. So it's just me, my two girls, my uncle and my grandfather. So in a way of speaking, I have to take care of me, myself, Mm. my two daughters, my grandfather, of course. He's 82. He'll be 83. Um, And away my uncle, too, because he just got diagnosed with congestive heart failure. Oh. So, and he's 55.
1: So you have a lot going on. You have a lot going on.
2: Yes, indeed. And my daughter, um, for the past, what? Four months, about four or five months ago, or about, yeah, approximately about four or five months ago, my daughter actually started feeling a bit of depression. Um, I was taking her to the doctor, um, her pediatrician is Dr. Agnes, and she told me that she believed that my daughter would benefit from independent studies because my daughter was stressed out, mm-hmm. literally worrying about me,
1: and that's what so I was asking you about. Independent
0: mm-hmm. studies home with me, mm-hmm. so that she can feel better mm-hmm. and can cooperate with herself better, knowing that she's with me taking care of me at home. She's at, she's can't even be at school because. She's worried about me all day at
1: school. Oh, my goodness.
0: So she's in the ninth grade, and I told her, I said, I want you to get everything together. I'm going to get her. uh,
2: uh, First, I had her in um, counseling, but I'm going to get her in. We're going to do family therapy. And I'm going to do that soon because I want her back in school for 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. She's very smart. Um, she gets excellent grades.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, she was, but she was, she was getting like a, like A's and B's. But um, this last report card, she got all B pluses. So I feel that maybe the independent studies isn't what's good for her. Maybe she needs to go back to school.
1: Okay. You know, how um, how long has she How long has she been in the independent studies for?
2: About oh, I want to say I did early. I said like maybe I think about four months.
1: Four months. Okay. Yeah. Does she miss being with her school friends and you know having that socialization aspect of it? You
2: know, I asked her that, but she's a lot like me. Like, I don't have very many friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And she doesn't, too. she's pretty much like a one-person type friend.
0: Okay. She
2: likes to have, like, you know, just one best friend, and that's it. Um, I've asked her that, and she says, no, she doesn't really too much care about it as long as she's getting her work done and she's able to be here for me and to take care of me. She said that oh. all that makes her happy is to know that I'm okay, but that's not fair. Mm-hmm. I tell her that's not fair for her, you know, sure. Because, you know, it's not her job to take care of me. It's my job to take care of her, Right. but there's a lot of things that I can't do and I've been fighting for my disability, um, but I, 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 you know, they... They deny you over and over again, especially because I'm 34 years old.
1: Right, um, right,
2: They seem to keep denying me, but I have a lawyer, and we're working on it. Okay. And then what once sort- I get that, I can be able. They can hire someone for me to come in and help me, and then maybe she'll feel better knowing that someone's coming in to help me.
1: So, what does she do for you that that you can't do for yourself?
2: Um, she helps me keep this house clean.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um she helps me in the shower. Um, she helps me with my hair. She helps me put on um my like my bra, my clothes, um, she helps me with laundry, uh, she helps me cook. Um, because my mood changes. One minute I can say, come on girl, let's go to the park and go for a walk, have a picnic. Mm-hmm. And the next minute I'm depressed and upset and just want to be in my room. One minute I want their company. One minute I'm like, I just wanna be by myself. Please just leave me alone.
0: Oh. Um, it's hard for them, I know.
1: Yeah. How old is your youngest daughter again?
0: She's twelve.
1: She's twelve.
2: December second and December ninth.
1: And and how does she react to you?
0: Um. Sometimes her feelings get hurt because she's my baby. Mm-hmm. So she wants to be a part of a lot. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Take. Take a deep breath, Theo. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath and blow out. Take another deep breath. Hold in for a little bit and blow out. Just take your time.
2: Yes, ma'am, because I get panicky when I start yes. crying. Mm-hmm. Then my chest feels like it's caving in.
1: You know what? This might be a good time to take a quick break okay Theo so just stay on the line all right I'm Jacqueline James Friedman and this is the path to a better future on talkzone.com we'll be back with more right after this
0: you're on the path to a better future on talkzone here's Jacqueline James Friedman
1: Welcome back to The Path to a Better Future with Jacqueline James Friedman on TalkZone.com. My guest today is Thea from California, and she was just describing what it is like to have panic attacks, anxiety symptoms, and the impact that it has had on her two daughters. Thea, we were talking about the youngest daughter just before we went to break, but I would like to just find out, are you okay to continue? Yes,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm fine now. Okay. my breathing, and okay. it calms me right back down.
1: Very good. Okay, thank you. Um, are you okay to talk about your youngest daughter and how how it has Im- affected her?
2: Yes. Um, she's, like I said before earlier, she's my baby, you know, and mm-hmm. she likes to be up under me a lot, you mm-hmm.
1: know,
2: and sometimes it's like... I try to concentrate and give her her, her love and attention
0: mm-hmm. and,
2: but sometimes I start to get like, you know, I'm trying to concentrate on her, love her and, and, and help her out and talk about her day at school or help her with her homework and then I'll start, my eyes will start squinting and, and then like I start to kind of, um, like my mood will change, and then I'm like, you know what, Tati, I don't feel good right now. Can you please? She's like, well, mom, I need to talk to you. I I need to talk to you and tell you. And I'm like, well, can you just tell me later? And then and then she's like, well, Mom. And then I start panicking, mm. and and then I start getting the muscle spasms. Then I start getting mad and and angry. And mm. then my my you know. It, the, the 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 muscle tension in my neck and oh gosh um, then I have to take a deep breath because I don't want to yell at her and say get out of my room you right, know what I mean right
1: right um,
2: but oh. she's she's dealing though she's learning to understand that um, mommy has her certain problems and. You know, because sometimes she'll just say, okay, mom, and then she'll leave out of my room, and then I'll call her back in maybe like 10 minutes, 8 minutes later when I've calmed down, because you can really feel the difference. Yeah. You can really feel the difference when you start getting like that, or my like your mood starts to just one minute, you know, I'll be like, you know, okay, let's. Let's order pizza. And the next, they're like, okay. They'll come in the room. So what do you guys want on the pizza? Mom, what do you want on the pizza? And I'll be like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't even want pizza. I don't know. I don't mm. know. We don't have money for pizza. Da-da-da-da-da. And they're like, wait a minute, Mom. You just said, you know, um, I hate that. I mm. hate that I go through that
1: who do they have to go to for support when you're feeling like this where 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 do they go
2: to God
1: hmm. so they have no one else to there's no outlet for them they don't have any no, family members you them. were saying there's lack of support here okay yeah,
2: oh. um, they, yeah they just have mommy but daddy calls, and what daddy, daddy has, I mean, even though he's been incarcerated, we have had a lot of conjugal visits. He's been in our life, like, every day. He calls every day. He's been. Okay. Years. So, um, and they know that, you know, um, I've, I've, I've explained to them, cause, you know, my daughter came to me once and asked me, you know, Mommy, is Daddy a bad person? And I said, no, Daddy's not a bad person. Well, why is Daddy in jail? And I said, well, Daddy made some foolish mistakes and was with the wrong people at the wrong time and mm-hmm. became an accessory. So um, that's why Daddy's incarcerated.
1: Okay. You know, and
2: I had to explain to her all of that, you know. Um, but they love their father very much as well as I do, and he's called... You know, and then I noticed that, you know, he always makes sure that he talks to both of them, and, you know, the phone calls are like 15 minutes, so he talks to both of them, even though sometimes he can call back and sometimes he can't, so he gives them at least five minutes each. He gives us all five minutes so that they can let out what they need to let out to him, and then maybe... Well, you know, then he'll talk to me about some things that I'm doing that I need to look at and try to make better.
1: How old were the girls when he was incarcerated?
2: He was incarcerated in 2004. Keanu was six, or almost six, going on six, actually. Okay. Um, and Tatiana was approximately about three, two and a half, going on three.
1: Okay, so your eldest does remember him then, prior yes. to him going in. Okay. And she
2: loves her father very much.
1: Do they do they go to see him, or is um, it just yourself?
2: We no, we all do. We all do. We all go okay. to see him. And uh, but for the past maybe year and a half we haven't been able to see him um he was in soledad california and Mm. now they've moved him to mcfarland and my doctor doesn't want me going that far um they had moved him rather far um i can't remember what city uh it was in in california but it was actually farther than mcfarland california and um my doctor didn't want me going that far, so they had wrote a letter to them, a, a hardship, and asked them to bring him back this way. And they brought him, they did, they brought him back to Soledad. And um, now they moved him from Soledad again to McFarland. And uh since he'll be coming home this year in December.
1: Oh, okay.
2: We, uh Yeah, we, you know. We just said, okay, well, we'll just work it out this way instead of having to go through the hardship because it was pretty hard um, getting it and, and everything. So. so,
1: so what what has that been like for you, not having your husband around? Because it sounds like yeah. you love him and uh, yeah, and that you want to be with him, but obviously, I guess through some choices that. He made some choices that obviously hasn't been very good for you or your girls. Right, right. What do you think um, this is going to look like when he gets out in December?
2: Well, um,
0: I was I was raised
2: I was raised uh, Pentecostal. I was raised in the church. I was I am a Christian, and uh, when I met him, he wasn't. I met him when I was 16 years old. We had our first baby at 18 and our second at 21. Okay. Um, he still hadn't accepted Christ in his life. I mean, I told him about it, and he said he loved the Lord and everything, uh, but he still hadn't accepted Christ in his life. Now that he's been in there, um, he has accepted Christ in his life. And he's made a lot of mm-hmm. changes. He's like a total different person. Um, he loves the Lord passionately like I do. Um, we, we we exchange scriptures, you know, um, mm-hmm. a, a, on the phone. I mean, like, I just, I'm really proud of him. We have prayer. Um, that has Putting uh, like, because I told him, you know, like he can't. The only way he can come through to me is through Christ. And we weren't when he wasn't. We weren't. We were together. We loved each other, but a lot of stuff was happening in mm-hmm. our life. And now that he's accepted Christ, a lot of things have changed. And um, I kind of like mm, went off the subject. I believe I. I can't remember. It's
1: okay. I, that's I, okay.
2: I'm sorry. I just, my brain just went blank for a minute.
1: That's fine. Do you, well, do well, the
2: Question again, I'm sorry.
1: Now you've thrown me off now too, Theo. Isn't that cool? We're in the same, we're on the same page right now. <laughs> I'm so oh, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Theo, did you ever think I, I'm not waiting for this man I'm just going to continue with my life and deal the best with my, my disability and raise my two daughters
2: no my life stopped in a way I sheltered myself in more um, I did stop and wait
0: mm-hmm.
2: I did I truly did I've been I've been waiting and I've been waiting uh patiently um like i said we are married i have not uh tried to date i have not i've been living um by the book i've you know uh try to keep my children active um Mm -hmm. at church bible study um sunday school um i have not uh like Kind of like pushed. I mean, I, 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 did. I am waiting for him. Um, as far as like totally stopping my life and, and carrying forward, um, I mean, I'm still living. I'm still pushing, but yes, I am waiting for him.
1: Oh, he's a very lucky man, Theo.
2: Yes, it's been, um, he was, uh, he was, um, charged was accessory the murder, and oh, uh, wow. that really broke me down. That really just broke me down.
1: Because, wrong place, wrong time, huh? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then wrong place, wrong time, and then the person that did it was threatening me, and my children and my husband,
0: um,
2: they wanted to put us in protective custody, but it wasn't the type of protective custody that you would say would really be protective custody. Um, my mm-hmm. husband, they wanted him to, uh, what is it called? They wanted him to testify against the guys. and they said that they would let him do eighty percent of his time if he was to testify. And I told him,
0: oh, okay."
2: Basically, do what you have to do, and that's how he, you know, has he he gets to do the eighty percent of his time. He would have had to do a whole thirteen years and four months.
1: Okay, gosh, Thea, you know. If I was in your situation, I'd be having anxiety too, okay? So, yeah. You know what? This is a good time for me to take a quick break also. So stay on the line, okay, Thea? We're going to take a short break. I'm Jacqueline James Friedman, and this is The Path to a Better Future on TalkZone.com. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: Let's return to Jacqueline James Friedman for more of The Path to a Better Future on TalkZone.com.
1: Welcome back to The Path to a Better Future with Jacqueline James Friedman on TalkZone.com. My guest is Thea from California. We are talking about anxiety. Just before the break, we were talking about about uh the support or lack of support that you have and now for the last segment I'd like to talk about if at all, if there were any physical changes that you've noticed over the years as a result of taking medication um, as a result of the disorder that you have, can you tell me if you've experienced any other medical issues alongside this?
2: Yes um, well I have it. I kind of have it all. Uh, um, I did gain over 150 pounds, mm. um, really quick. Actually, um, when when all this started coming about, mm-hmm. um, I have diabetes or well, mm. um, borderline diabetic. I take metformin. Um, I have. Sleep apnea. Um, okay. I have high cholesterol, high blood pressure. Um, I have, conge- um, uh, you know, um, acid indigestion and um, o- other different things, the depression and the anxiety.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so it's complicated.
2: Um, yes. I'm sorry. I just went blank again. I, it's okay. I don't know. I'm just, huh, I'm, I'm kind of having a panic attack right now. Um, nervousness, I, I feel, and hot flashes, and um, just have to calm myself down for a minute.
1: Do you need to take a deep breath again?
2: Yes, I'm very sorry.
1: No, don't be sorry. Please take a deep breath, hold it in, and blow out. Do it one more time, Thea. I hope that people are listening into this show today because this is a real life situation. And um, as I said, there are so many people suffering out there with generalized anxiety disorder. And it's not fun, even though it can be managed with proper treatment, the actual symptoms that you experience are very frightening right there yes
2: ma'am Yes. Ma'am,
1: in the ma'am. moment yeah yeah uh, you know i really appreciate you doing this uh for me because i, I know that it must have been quite anxiety provoking just even thinking about talking about this today and i think you're doing a wonderful job i think um just being brave enough to come out here and put yourself out there is i have just got to give you kudos so oh, thank okay. you so
2: much. Um, I was pacing back and forth for the first 15, I mean, like before uh, 12 o'clock, about 1145, I was pacing back and forth, rubbing my hands together, trying mm-hmm. to calm myself down. I was really nervous. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do, you Do, nervous, nervous
1: right Do you feel nervous right now? Do you feel
2: nervous right now? And, and uh, that everything, made everything better for me. That's That's one thing that I do do that helps me more than the medication um I concentrate on the Lord and how he won't put no more on me than I can bear and mm-hmm. you know I pray and what's what's crazy is that or it's not crazy actually you know um what's phenomenal is that I pray and sometimes it just Takes away all the anxiety, just, yeah. just I'll be cool, just all right, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and then when I feel it coming again, I just start bleeding the blood of Jesus again, mm. and everything gets better.
1: And you just answered part of the question, which was how did you make the changes to walk the path to a better future, which is. We're all looking for solutions, okay? Um,
2: Actually, I I feel that I was trying to do everything myself. mm -hmm. And when I said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. What do I have to do? And Mm -hmm. the Lord revealed to me, just stop and put it in my hands. And when you put it in my hands, don't take it back. Mm -hmm. Give me time to work it out. Let me show you that I can help you. And that's what I did. And then everything started coming into place with my phenomenal therapist that I have. I mean, she is a blessing. Um, she's She's an angel. I truly feel that she's an angel. I haven't seen her very many times. Like, you know, a lot of times I've seen her maybe three times. Um. But she's already making changes in my life.
1: And what's that? What What is she doing that's helping you?
0: She's She's She teaches me.
2: Like before, with my other therapist, they were just talking to me, like just wanting to know what I was doing. What did you do for the past week? Okay, you know, and then, and and they were just talking to me as if they were my friend. Now, don't get me wrong, Jacqueline is very friendly.
1: You no. know. Uh, I mean, uh, did I say your name? Um, You did, my dear. You just let out the secret. (laughs) That's okay. That's fine.
2: Okay, honey.
1: I'll take Um, all the kudos. It's nice
2: hearing this. Uh, My therapist is very friendly, um, yet she's, she's more of like a doctor, someone that, like, she's i I just can't put into words uh, maybe you could help me out do you understand what I'm trying to say she's she's doing her job and I've and, 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 uh, I don't know I, I'm sorry I'm a loss of words i I feel that she is doing her job she's 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 helping me she's giving me techniques. She's actually giving me therapy, giving you, me ways I, to cope, ways to help me with my anxiety, not okay. just talking to me like like a friend, like, so what'd you do this weekend? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just, it's, it's more of a, of a doctor approach, someone that's trying to help you more okay. than just, a friend approach and tell me what
1: you did. The past and there, so there are treatment goals? Right. Yeah. You? yeah. Okay. Okay. And those are working for you?
2: Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay.
1: Are there any other um, solutions to managing some of those symptoms that you have other than having a spiritual component you now have a therapist that you, you, you sound like you trust and believe in. I eat myself because you let the cat out the bag, which is great. Uh, and it's just fine. And, uh, are there any other treatments that you have apart from what I just mentioned? Oh, of course your medication is yes, also a factor, isn't it?
2: I, I have Christ. I have my therapist. Um, I have, my ways of thinking now, trying to think positive instead of negative. I know now that I can try to control the anxiety because at first, for years, it was like, what's wrong with me? I didn't understand what anxiety was, mm-hmm. you know? And I had to understand the fact that I'm not going to die. <laughs> I'm not going right. to, you know, uh, like all of a sudden... Because it makes you feel like you're going to have a heart attack or you're about sure. to have a stroke. Something's sure. wrong,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
2: And, and they say they don't know the cause um, of anxiety disorder. Although I do want people to understand and know that, you know, the anxiety disorders and other forms of mental illnesses, they're not a result of a person's personal weakness character and flaw or a poor upbringing or anything like that Mm -hmm. um know that it's not your fault and having these illnesses doesn't make you any less of a person that's something that i truly um had to realize for myself i thought you know oh, i'm going crazy what's wrong with me you know people uh you know people are going to look at me like i'm nothing like Mm -hmm. i'm just you know but it it's not about that, because it's, it's not your fault at all, and I had to realize it's not my fault, and this is something that I have to deal with, and I'm going to push forward. Like I said, if I can't make it go away, I need to do something to to, to maintain it and not make it a big priority in my life, because for the past years, it's been, like, number one in my life, sure. and I need sure. to make it 3,004.
1: Right, and you need to you just need to take control and believe that whatever um, solutions that you've come up with, that it's going to take care of what you need to take care of. And you've just sent a beautiful, beautiful message out there, and I thank you for that. Um, do you feel like you've really got hope now, Thea?
2: Yes, I do. Okay, tremendous hope. Um, I went through a period of not doing my makeup wearing scarves on my head, um, not wanting to go outside. Um, now that I've come to grips with myself, I, you know, my daughter helped me with my makeup. You know, um, I do, um, so I have thyroid growth disease and mm-hmm. my hair falls out. Oh.
0: Um,
2: and so I have to wear a wig. You know, um, but before I didn't even want to put my wig on. My daughter helped me from, helps me put my wig on and helps me with my makeup, paints my fingernails. And, you know, I've, I'm more, I have more hope. I feel like... You're
1: moving forward. You're moving forward. ...a are
2: year old woman instead of a 69-year-old woman that I've been for the past couple of years.
1: Beautiful. And on that note, Thea, that's some strong words moving forward. Um, We, I I thank you so much for sharing this story today I really really do thank you so much Thea Uh, that's all for this week's show I'll be back next week at the same time thank you for listening to The Path to a Better Future with Jacqueline James Friedman on talkzone.com